When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter Big Brother bonus episode. I am here joined by Courtney from Coco Loses. Yay! I got, got it. Right it. Got it. <laughs> I start to just totally like screw with my mind. I'm like, wait, so am I wrong when I say Coco Loses or am, is it Coco? No. I make Correct. myself crazy. Um, you got it. Third time's a charm for this podcast, I think. Yes. So tonight... We're going to um, cover episodes six through eight. So last Wednesday and Thursday's episode, as well as this last Sunday. Um, and then as always, we don't know what episodes we'll cover next time and when it will come out. So that's why it's, it's a bonus. Surprise. You get it when you get it. <laughs> um, so let's just dive right in. So episode six, that was last Wednesday on the 21st. Um, I think it kind of started off with um, Brittany just being super upset that she had been nominated. Yes. Um, and it was just so sad, like, how she really felt like I'm, I'm clearly the threat and the target this week. Like, she you just know. takes it so personal. Um, I have written, I, I wrote down, like, it was it a huge overreaction. And she kept saying, like, I didn't do anything. Well, sweetie, you watch the show like you know a lot of times that's just how the cookie crumbles like I love I had no patience for the fit that she threw at all I agree I just was like okay like she just starts like losing her mind that she's gonna like have to like get them back and everything I'm like kick rocks a little bit like I know she was like on a rampage and then um you know I just feel like she kind of looked silly because then later when she went and um, talked to Kylan, like, he explained exactly why he picked her, and, like, it didn't make, and she still was mad, which I get, but what did I put? I think I put, I just felt like she took it way too personal. Like, it was, it was just out of control. So then, like, Frenchie, because her and Frenchie are on the same team, and he had said that if he ends up, like, getting safe, like, winning the veto, that he was going to save Brittany um, instead of himself. And, um, because he thinks he can save himself on his own, like he doesn't of need course. the veto, um, which is hilarious now that we've watched more episodes. <laughs> right, so, right. Do you think if he had one veto, he would have no. really used it on Brittany? You don't even have to finish your question. Yeah. He, I, I honestly think too, I think he believed it when he was saying it, but I think if it actually happened, it's very different. And I think we might've mentioned this in the first episode. Like there are very few times in big brother history that has happened. I know one of the biggest times, um, was Brendan and Rachel. He won the, they were on the block together. Mm-hmm. I think at that time, they were engaged. I, I don't think they were married yet. And he took her off the block and then he stayed on it and he got sent home. Yeah. And I 
for um, just like the talk around that time was that that was only maybe like the second or third time anyone had ever done that. Mm -hmm. And they were in a relationship. So I surely did not believe it that if it came down to it, he was going to save her. There was no way. Yeah. And Kylan <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, the next thing I had in my notes was, is there going to be a Hannah and Brent showmance? Which is hilarious now that we've watched a couple more episodes where that's clearly not the case. But it was still funny hearing them. They were having their, like, conversation, like, where he was, like, trying to teach her, like, Jersey right. dialect. And it's so funny. So she's from, I was going to say here, but I forget you don't live here. So she's from like the town where I work. So we live super close to each other. And I was like, no, honey, you got a nice Midwestern accent. Like we yeah. don't need to start talking about that. Do and you, I mean, they were having that whole conversation. I was like, I feel like there's always so many, is there not always so many people from New Jersey on this show? I agree. And it's funny because it's nothing against people from New Jersey. Um, she even said like the accent she was doing was like an overblown exaggeration. Yeah. I think he was exaggerating a bit too, because I think he felt like the girls were into it because he's clearly yeah. very self. Um, but yeah, I definitely think you get a lot of um, new, like what do they call like the tri-state area, like New York, yeah. New Jersey whole thing whether it's because it's people who are like wanting to be actors I don't know but yeah I definitely think I agree with you yeah he uh oh he's so annoying but we'll get into more Brent um, and one of the things I had written down and I put it in direct quotes was you know Frenchie when he was all fired up and he said I quote I am this house end quote and I just thought you were a fool He's such a fool. So yeah, he started going crazy, telling everyone in the house about the slaughterhouse. <laughs> and he was really thinking that he was, by doing this, he was putting a target on all of their backs. Like, oh, these people were all in an alliance. And, but then it was hilarious because there were people that weren't in the alliance that just like didn't believe this alliance even existed. Well, is and the, sorry, and the people who were in it, like he started it. He came up with the name. Yeah. <laughs> so really just throwing yourself under the bus I mean I don't know it just sucks because sometimes you don't like a player and you see them blow up their game and you kind of like take pleasure at it a little bit yeah. I didn't weigh this I was pretty disappointed because I had I mean I really thought he could win the whole thing from day one so I just really am disappointed as I'm sure he is with how this turned out for him I know it's hilarious because I was when I was looking through my notes last night or a couple nights ago um, I had noticed my note of us putting Frenchie and Brittany as who were yep. going to be like America's favorite. <laughs> and we couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> Laura, we do not know what we're talking about. I know. This um, is horrible. Yeah, so it was just funny because like Tiffany and Claire were like, I don't even think this was a real alliance. He's I know. He's just Because everybody just thinks he's like, grasping at straws at this point and doing whatever he can to like turn it on other people and not be I will, the one thing he did that I respected because I always respect loyalty in this house is he did not tell anyone that Derek F uh, Big D and Xavier were in Slaughterhouse he kept their names out of it um Derek F I know it was his be his best friend in the house and that's why he did that and then I think he had said he didn't mention Xavier's name because he thought if he stayed he could work with him mm -hmm. so I at least was glad to see he didn't throw everyone under the bus but it still wasn't great yeah it yeah I agree um 
So from there, we jumped into the veto competition. As always, the head of household and the two nominees participate. So that was Kylan as HOH, and then Frenchie and Brittany as the nominees. Um, and then they each get to draw somebody to also, also participate. Kylan drew Alyssa, Frenchie drew Claire, which Frenchie, of course, he wanted Derek F, but, um, and then, okay, let's, okay, let's say Frenchie had, I think now, I think he would have pulled him off. I was wondering in that moment, like, if Derek F had participated in the veto and won, would he have pulled Frenchie off? And I, at the time, I was like, I don't know, but seeing how loyal he was to the very, right. like, end, spoiler alert, but... Um, I really do think Derek F, while the friendship was a struggle for him, I think he was super, would have stayed super loyal to Frenchie. It's so hard. And again, I'll save my thoughts on it because I did have a note to ask you about what I know you're talking about um, in like another episode. So just, we'll, we'll circle back to that, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. So Frenchie drew Claire, Brittany drew Derek X. Uh, this veto competition was called Fun Tan Lotion. And basically, there were just these giant spraying suntan bottles that randomly would shoot out suntan lotion or whatever it was that was shooting I know, I was thinking, They said it was oil. I mean, I know that's what it was supposed to be. But I was thinking, do you think it was just water? Or do you think it was oil? It was, soup, it was pretty slippery. So it was probably some okay. type of luby oil substance. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it would, and so they learned that they had to basically time and figure out which ones are shooting the water out at the best angle and for the longest amount of time, because you had a bucket that you had to fill with this oil that you poured into this giant tube that you had to fill up to get the whistle to raise up to the top. And you basically, once you could actually reach the whistle and pull it out, that's when your time ended. So they each like competed like, separately um kylan was the only one that was smart enough where he was using like his body as a backboard like yes I, they did that like in slow motion i was cracking yes, up like, where the other ones were just like trying to catch it in any way they could in this bucket where the it just like splashes out immediately he was like letting it hit his body was, and then it, roll into his bucket <laughs> haven't watched the episode i would suggest going back for that clip because it was just so funny like that so funny and some of the others did figure out some other things like i know they were trying to figure out which one was shooting the longest or the most out um frenchie seemed to be convinced that the highest spf was shooting the most i don't know if we ever like that was ever <laughs> no, that's not even. he was chaotic for the first like few like he was just running all over the place. I was like, you need to calm down, Frenchie. Like, I think if everybody just, they like, you immediately just want to take off and start going. Right. Get. But I think if you sat there and assessed it for a good five seconds, it was easier to kind of figure out how this Well, I was thinking I would not have done well in that competition because I would have been like overwhelmed and anxious and slipping and it wouldn't have been good for me. So I really have no room to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Me too. But... <laughs> Since I'm watching from my couch, I have plenty to say. <laughs> yeah, don't we all, right? Um, yeah, I don't have much else from that veto except that Derek X won again. Yeah. That was the second. He's won the, veto the second time in a row. I was glad. Me too. I like him a lot. I really like him a lot too. And you know, there's something else in 
the another episode that we can talk about. Um, okay. But I really just like I'm starting to see a lot of his personality, and I think he's really funny. So um, after the veto, Frenchie like basically was like super mopey, like saying he was like giving up. Um, and at first, I was wondering, is he doing this like where he's like giving up because it like gives him that thought in his head, like when if he gets evicted. He can be like, oh, well, it's because I gave up. Like, they didn't really right. evict me. I told them to evict me. Like a justification. Exactly. But sure. um, Derek F. gave him, like, a really good pep talk. And I think it kind of, like, gave him a little bit of fire again. Yeah. And I will say, you know, like you said earlier about Derek, um, when everybody in the house is against one person and you are still – giving them a pep talk and encouraging them and being loyal that really says a lot about you because it would have been easy for him just to cut ties like knowing yeah. french going home at that point yeah. basically yeah so frenchy tried then convincing derek x who won the veto and kylan who's the hoh that he should stay because like if i stay in the house i'm next week i'm still going to be the target so he was really trying to convince them like why That's it would be beneficial, which I don't know how much Kylan like agreed with it, but Derek X was like, Oh yeah, I kind of like, I, I agree. Like that's kind of a good point. So that's everybody on their way out the door is always like, wouldn't you want to keep the bigger target here? And I'm like, yeah. just, just go your, your game's done. Yeah. So from there we did the veto meeting, Derek X decided to keep it the same. And at that point I was like, all right, bye Frenchie. <laughs> I know, you know, um, also briefly, I do think it was this episode. Um, I have it between the vetoes, so I don't know, at some point it happened. You know, Kyland was going around because he wanted to try to set up his game for next week. That was this episode, right, where he kind of went to everybody, or is that no, another That's episode? the next episode, because I do have that in my notes. Okay, we'll get, never. We'll get, I'll get that to that in a second. Perfect. So that was basically end of episode six. Okay. Episode seven, which was last Thursday's episode, we kind of went into this episode wondering, like, can Frenchie actually change anyone's mind? And I mean, I was pretty pretty convinced not. I didn't see how like anybody would think like it was worth getting Brittany out. Like, if there was maybe another huge like threat, I don't know who I would consider a huge threat, like being in the house. But I just was like, I just don't see how anything he's gonna say. Like, he's just, like, a loose cannon. I agree. And just the fact that, like, basically every person had said his name. And he kind of was just proving their point. Um, there was something I was going to say. I can't remember. But, oh, uh, well, at one point, Frenchie did say he just didn't want to be voted out unanimously. Yeah. And felt bad because I imagine that that would really suck. Especially because you do have people I'm sure you consider our friends, you know? So I, I did feel bad when he was saying that. Well, saying going into like kind of just side topic real quick, the whole like voting unanimously, I feel like the last handful of seasons, yeah. votes are never fun anymore. Like they're I never votes. I feel like it's unanimous almost every week. Like I miss the days of where there really were like, the swing votes and stuff like that. It makes it so much more exciting. No, I totally agree. And I don't know 
what that is. Is it production? Is it everyone just being afraid for themselves? Yep. Is it people who really haven't watched the show and just don't understand like how it works? And I don't think in this season it's that because a lot of them seem like they've watched the show. Yeah. But I was thinking that and I was just like, there's no excitement. And I love when Julie will be like, you know, with X amount of votes, a whole big surprise. Like we knew that they were going home. Yeah. Like this, this was a waste of 10 minutes of television. So I will say though, that the one thing I was um, really glad that Frenchie did was he at least did not throw Brittany under the bus. Yes, I agree. Like he did all of his fighting on why he should stay, but he never yep. did it on why she should go. And so I was like, okay, he has an ounce of class still in him. Like, and that's the thing. I think, I think Laurel, we're not wrong because I think he is truly the person we thought he was at the beginning. I just think he is one of those people that was so overwhelmed. He yeah. blew his game up too fast because I think you're right. he, he really was, you know, at that point, couldn't benefit from her or or Derek or anything and just kept talking about how much he liked them and he wasn't gonna campaign against Britney and I just um yeah I think that was really classy yeah I agree um so this is the thing that is I'm no the last two episodes they have shown it a lot and we're not they haven't really addressed it but do you not think that Kyland and Sarah Beth are getting super close Okay. Yes. Um, so I was watching this episode on my phone while I was getting ready for my date yesterday. Uh -huh. So I had connected to my Bluetooth. So I was more listening than watching. And when I started to hear the conversation, I was like, wait a minute. And I like stopped curling my hair and like went out and looked at my phone. And I was like, what's happening here? Because like, she has a girlfriend. Yes. And so I feel like you're in a relationship. And I mean, I don't, we don't know what Kylan's situation is, but she did make a point to say um, that because she was telling us that, you know, sadly her dad passed away from COVID last year yeah. and that it was the one year anniversary and she was just having a really hard time with it. And so she did mention like, it was just really nice to have a, like to open up. Um, but yeah, that I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, I'm not even going to note it because like, I feel like, is it irrelevant? She's like in a relationship, but I guess we know on this show that really doesn't matter. It, but okay. So I would say that's true. And that's a possibility that it was just like a vulnerable moment and they were having a good conversation. But in the next episode, there they are her like laying in Kylan's arms again. Yep. So I'm like, I just... Cause she did say, she did say she was bisexual, right? She wasn't a lesbian. She had said she was bisexual. Bisexual. And I'm getting the vibes. You know what vibes I'm getting is, um, Christina and Cody vibes, but Christine was married. And when she got home, her husband divorced her. So yes, Sarah Beth, be careful. Christine, um, has a TikTok, and I don't follow her, but she comes up because I watch enough big brother stuff and I don't care for her at all. She drives me nuts. And I hated oh. the way she acted house as a married person um but I'm like yes Sarah Beth I don't know you just might want to and actually Kylan's not not at fault but she is the one in the relationship so she just needs to be careful I know because I mean even I mean I would like to think if let's say Jeff went on to Big Brother <laughs> I can't right. imagine I would not be on the live feeds oh obsessively 24 100% I would be the same way yeah because I mean we only saw 
a couple minutes of the situation, but I was like, they are looking very close and I'm going to have to go. I haven't been going on um, Reddit because I'm trying not to get spoiled, but I should go on later and see if uh, people are talking about that and I'll have to text you. Let me know. Um, but yeah, that was so sad about her dad. That's awful. I know. So Um, sad. So then after that, this is what you had talked about a few minutes ago. Kylan started like going around talking to the other teams about safety. Um, my thing with it was, is he didn't really give them a good reason on why he deserves. So I agree with you, but the note I wrote down and again, Kylan is really growing on me. He went from meh to better. I love him. Him and Derek X, I think are my two favorite guys. Yeah. Um, I wrote, he's, he was honest. He did not BS these people. So like you said, he didn't give them a reason. Honestly, maybe he doesn't have one. He didn't promise anything. He wasn't, he never tells people like, yeah, we haven't seen it. He's never telling people what they want to hear. He's just like, I don't agree with that. Or I'm not telling you like, he's always honest so far. That's true. Mm -hmm. So I liked that because you don't see that a lot. Usually like with our boy, Derek, um, X, it's X, right? I cannot keep track. The Asian one? Yes, with the glasses. Yes, X. So yes. with him, I do really feel like he just will say whatever to anybody. Because, uh-huh. again, how you play the game. But I do like when someone plays it with integrity and honesty. I don't know how far that's going to get him, unfortunately. Um, but you're right. He didn't offer them anything. But I think he doesn't have anything to offer. So I kind of, I was like, whatever. I mean, he broke even, I guess. Well, and it was funny when they got to Derek X's team. Like, all of mm. them were, like, kind of like, uh. And then, like, Derek X was like, um, can I talk to you, Kylan? And then, like, everybody yeah. was like, okay. And so they left. And then he was basically like, well, I promise you safety. I know they didn't say they would, but I didn't want to say it in front of them. But Well, and also with that, like, because it was uh, Brent and Whitney, right? Yes. I'm sorry, like, have you watched the show? Because I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. Because here I'm saying I like how Kylan's not lying. But in the show, sometimes you just have to lie. And so when he said, like, do you guarantee me safety? Just say yes. You don't even know if you're going <laughs> to beat him. To, for it to matter exactly. so all they did by hesitating now they have targets on their back and you know we see later what he does and you know it's kind of like they're left out in the cold at this point yeah um sorry i was trying to look for something in my notes and i can't find it but whatever oh you're fine so then they kind of mentioned that they want like brent and whitney kind of to be the next big target from the Kings yeah. the next week, um, which that was a conversation with, I think, Derek X and Kylan. Yes. Um, and then Christian had mentioned he wants a girl to go home next week as he sees the threat of having, he like thinks it's a big threat to have too many women in the house. So I, I did have a note about that too. I find it interesting. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead, but at the rate we're going, we're having consecutive male HOHs, but men are consecutively leaving so far. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it. I would like to see a female HOH, um, but you don't normally see men evicting the other men so quickly. Yeah. So I did kind of like that. And I also, real quick, in the goodbye messages to Frenchie, or do we get there yet? I don't even know. Spoiler. No, we, haven't, we haven't evicted him yet. Oh God. All right. Let's get, let's, let's get him out of this house before I forget. (laughs) So, um, yeah, from there we went into the, the speeches. Brittany had her rap that she wrote to stay in the house. 
Um, Frenchie's speech was much more mellow than I expected. I kind of thought he might go in like balls a blazing, but yeah. Um, I don't know why I made a note of who everybody voted for because it wasn't really necessary. Um, because everybody voted for Frenchie except one person, and that was Big D. He stayed loyal. He voted for Brittany. So, so I was gonna ask you about that. Um, if you were, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just because I'm laughing because I saw my note. Okay, so Christian constantly looks different all the time. He has a new hairstyle. He has new accessories. He has like so much going on constantly. Accessories in the diary room when he put in his vote. The glasses he was wearing, (laughs) wearing his hair. You have to go back. He looked like Christian from Clueless. Oh, I love Christian. I will have to go look. That's funny. It Do you was, think he, he did was that wearing on like purpose? a white tee and those in very like '90s glasses? And I was just like, "Oh my god, you look like Christian from Clueless." And I knew you'd appreciate this because you're like super yes. like I am. But oh my gosh, I love that. No, I will have to go back and look. Um, I've just taken a picture so I could have sent it to you. So. <laughs> Um, what was I going to, oh, cause you know, so sometimes if I'm watching on the app and I want to take a screenshot, it doesn't let you because no, it doesn't it, want you just, I don't know, disseminating whatever they, ugh, like anybody's really concerned about big brother, but yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'll see things and I'll have to write them down because it won't let me take a screenshot. But, um, so if you were big D and you had the friendship after, you know, two weeks that they had him and Frenchie mm-hmm. and you knew the whole house was voting him out but you knew he didn't want to go out unanimously and you felt loyalty to him. Would you do it? Because I feel like on the one hand, it's so low stakes, probably nobody cared. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, it could go awry where then the whole house is like, you're a traitor. You didn't vote with the house. And so like, what would you have done? I think I would have done what he did because you can definitely play the card that like, I'm clearly loyal to like who I'm working with. I don't know. I think, um, but then do you end up on the block next week because of your vote, you know? And see, I don't know how open, how known and open their like friendship friendship was in the house. Cause I mean, most people might look at it and be like, yeah, we expected that. But was it like a big secret in the house that they were as close as they were that I don't know. Well, now that you're saying that usually when there's like a rogue vote, it's a big deal. Did anyone even address it or say anything? I hope that that's never brought up. That that makes me wonder that people probably knew he was going to do it. Like maybe Uh he had said, you know, I'm going to do it for him. Or again, I think just so early on, it's not really high stakes yet. They just didn't care enough. Yep. So this is where I put in my notes. Have we ever been more wrong so fast about who would be a fan base? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know what happened. (laughs) And then I put, he's not a great super fan, but at least he left with class, which I appreciated. And he earned back a little bit more of his brownie points that he had lost over the last couple weeks. I agree. And I do, again, I think it goes back to him really being a good person deep down. And it just like the game got to him. But when you know you're going home, why make it worse? Nothing you say is going to help. And you want to go out with your head high. You want to be able to like look at your kids and your wife and know that you weren't a dick at the end. So I don't know if I could say that, but I feel like I can. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Um, and stuff like that. So I, I do think he went out very classy and then, um, you know, I guess we got, or I don't want to, I don't want to skip ahead, but I want, I wanted to say something about the, um, the messages. 
Um, that's fine. We're, we're basically, we can okay. talk. But it, um, so, you know, when they showed the outgoing messages, um, who was it? I think it was, it was Tiffany, I think. One of the girls I felt like was totally pandering. And she's like, you know, unfortunately, if you had stayed, none of the rest of us had a chance. I know that was, I think it was Tiffany. It was either Tiffany or Azza, but I don't think it was Azza because I don't think she would have, she didn't really have much patience for him, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was so funny because, girl, why are you going to blow up his ego like that? Like, we all know that it's a joke and, like, yeah. you're trying funny but like he's gonna think you're being serious yeah um, uh, yeah but speaking of goodbye messages Brittany also said like I'm gunning after so <laughs> like he just she just said something about like I'm gun gunning after them like and it's for you yeah we're like who everybody because well that's what so I'm wondering like do you think it's Kyland is that who she that's what I think but I really don't understand because like he told her exactly why he put her up she was never in danger of going home and she still freaked out and she was on her high horse about like, this is what being loyal gets you in this game. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately you were the only person that didn't have a problem with him. That was just like kind of bad luck, but, yeah. and I see, I hope she's calm now because otherwise she's going to do the same thing Frenchie did and blow up her own spot because she can't keep it together. <sighs> and we'll, we'll get into that again here shortly. Um, but yeah, so then we immediately hopped into another quick HOH. We haven't had an HOH where they like, it's like one of those long ones that go for hours yep. that like feed into the next episode. So it was another quick one. This one was called Tom Talks BB. It was basically uh, questions that Tom Green went around asking people on the streets of Canada. Um, so <laughs> he's a very strange man. Um, who has not matured at all in his right no. age of the phys- He's got to be, like, late 50s? I don't even know. Well, and it didn't help. He, like, I mean, looks like he's been in quarantine for a year and a half. Like, he needs a haircut and a dye job and to trim yeah. that beard. I like Tom Green. I actually really enjoyed him on the season. Um, Me was, too! Like, I more than I him. thought. Yes, Me I too. loved him. Um, but this whole... His whole shtick, yeah, it was a lot for the streets of Ottawa. I felt like yeah. he needed to take it down. <laughs> so, yeah, so he basically asked a bunch of questions to strangers. And then um, at the end of the clips, like, Julie would ask a related question. Um, I would like to say for, I think, the first time ever, I got every single one right. And it wasn't oh, just right. I got lucky. Like, I actually knew the answers. It's because you're paying attention. Yeah, like, well, and that's the thing. If I, w- I was sitting at home on the couch, once again, there were yeah. no stakes for me in the moment. I would have not, I would have not have done as well. But I was like, oh my God, I got every single one right. I would have been able to. Oh my gosh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I went through it pretty quick. Xavier won HOH. Um, I was pretty excited about that because I didn't really feel like I knew what, where he was in the house and kind of where he would go with that. Um, so that automatically means his team is safe too, which is Christian, Alyssa, and Sarah Beth. So that's kind of the end of that episode. Do you have anything else with that episode? No, I think my thoughts are all with (laughs) the next, the last episode. All right. So then finally, we're coming into this, um, most recent episode. Well, actually, by the time people see this (laughs) episodes out in some places, not like already another one or two behind. It's hard to keep up you guys. Um, so yeah, uh, Sunday's episode from July 25th, um, 
I went into this episode just really not having a clue of who he was going to nominate. So I was really excited to just kind of see where this episode was going to go. Yeah. Um, Based on kind of just how though, like conversations have been going, these teams are make it very weird. And I think very difficult to nominate people because one team becomes friends with another team that leaves like only like a couple people to be nominated. Well, and in this case, it was funny he kind of did the same thing Frenchie did where he said, I think I'm almost good with too many people. Like my yep. options are very limited because he's, so he's already in the cookout, which is that six people. So that's what I was saying. I was like, I was, I wrote down the same thing. I was like, okay. So I immediately think the Queens are going to be safe because he had like already, like they had made the, uh, he had made a deal with the Queens that they were going to be good. Then he has the cookout. So, like, it didn't, it only left, like, a few people left. Well, and like, all the kids are safe, and Derek X is their, what do they keep calling them, their ace. So, yeah, there's, like, not a lot of people left at this point. Yeah, so that's the new, so then from here, like, that's where a new alliance formed, which is called the Royal Flush, and that's all of the Kings, Queens, and Derek X, which that is um, Christian, Alyssa, Xavier, and Sarah Beth from the Kings, Queens is Claire, Kylan, and Tiffany, and then Derek X. So, I mean, that's really leaving, like, Whitney, Brent, Hannah, Aza, Brittany, and Derek F. So, I mean. And he can't do Aza and Derek F because they're in the cookout. Exactly. And then, so, um, so yeah, that really just leaves him, like, four people. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, so this is where it started to get interesting. And I was having a little bit of trouble following it just because like you said, there's so many right. So right off the bat, you can't, your team's safe. Then you have your Alliance, then you have your other Alliance. And then, you know, they're throwing in the wild card and all this other stuff. And I was like, geez, you really almost don't, your, your, your nominations are almost made for you because like you said, you're, you can't really pick from anybody. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was just like, okay, well, we're not, we have very limited options here. Then we went into a whole montage that I loved because I discovered that all of the women think Brent is so annoying, statistical, not charming at all. (laughs) Like, he is gross. I mean, and I will say though, we had his number from day one. Yeah. That opening line, which, I know somebody commented on Instagram and said that their last name is Champagne and that they say the same thing. And so no, no shade. Um, I'm sure you're lovely. Brent is not lovely. Yeah. We knew from that, just opening his, that opening clip, we were like, oh, here we go. And he was just gross. He was like saying that, you know, he wants to work with people that he thinks like he can work with well, not because he finds them attractive and like nobody thought that was why in the first place. And then he had like a whole spiel about how women can be friends with men, even if they find them attractive, but men cannot be friends with women that attractive, Um, which side note, I mean, that might be a good podcast topic for you guys because I think about that all the time, truly. Remind me, I need to write that down. (laughs) I will. And I I would volunteer to guess on that episode too, if you guys need it, because I have this thought all the time. I talk about this with my friends. It's very interesting. But the way he said it, he was just gross. And basically he was saying like, you know, there was people, he thinks like, who was it he said in the house was it Whitney and he said he couldn't work with her because she's attractive he just was like 
he's an idiot. I don't know. Yeah. I, my favorite was, I wrote down this quote from Hannah. Even though he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips, he's barely a cracker. <laughs> Almost wrote it down. <laughs> we get shirts that say that. Like, I'm living for her. And yeah, it is like, like you said, one episode ago, we were like, oh, is this going to be a thing? And we're like, oh, God, no, she she hates him. So I'm, speaking of Hannah, I've been, um, she's looked familiar to me, and I didn't know why, and I've been trying to place it. She kind of, her face gives me serious, like, Cardi B vibes. I could see it, yeah. Like, I was like, and it, it just finally, it was the way she was wearing, like, her hair in some crazy outfit in, like, the a episode I just watched where I was just like, it's Cardi B. And so I Googled a photo so I could, like, look at a photo of Cardi B while I was like, yep, that's exactly it. Nodding. They can't tell, but you can tell. And at <laughs> 100%. Yeah, so. Um, I like her a lot. And he just... Oh, so this is what I wrote down, which I think is really funny. And I don't know off the top of my head of another example of this. So it kind of comes around quickly that Dar- or Brent seems to be the target. And, you know, it gets back to Xavier because everyone's yeah. annoyed. With him. And I, I just wrote down, it's funny that he could possibly be going home 100% because of per- like personal issues, not gameplay related at all. 100%. It's just like, I, this guy, I can't stand this guy. Like, let's get rid of him. And I mean, sometimes you see someone who you don't like the way they're playing the game, um, but you like them as a person or you don't like them, but you can respect the way they play the game. Some sort of combination. They were like, no, no one said anything about the game. They just were like, he is gross. Get him out of this house. <laughs> But not his ego. His ego's like, I am seen as the biggest threat in the house. Like, he is not going to see it that way. But and what have you done? Has he won any comps? No. Right. So if we're going by that, um, you know, Derek X is a comp beast with his two I mean, v- he's, if you look at everything right now, he's probably, like, the quote-unquote, like, threat in the house right now. And I don't think people are realizing it yet. So no. that's easy. But, yeah, no, Brent, ugh, gross. Yeah, he definitely is. So from there, we actually go into kind of a showman's update. Yeah. Um, I was shocked to see the Hannah and Derek X one, but I loved it. I am here for it, though. Yeah. And then also Christian and Alyssa, which we kind of already knew, like, whatever. Yeah. But, um... But then, so that was the thing. I was like, but they didn't mention the Kylan Sarah Beth thing. And I wonder if they're like, the editors and producers are just being nice where they're like waiting to see if that actually is a thing before they like put it on blast because she's that, in a relationship. Also, it's like, she's crying about the fact that her dad died. It's so sad. And then are you going to like make her look bad also? Yeah. CBS is shady. I don't know if they're that shady. I was just going to say, they're not, like, Bravo shady. No, Bravo would do it. Bravo would do it. But, like, Hannah and Derek, so this is where I really started to, like, see more of his personality. So, obviously, they're flirting. Hannah in her confessional is, like, or her diary room is, like, very, she's, like, yeah, I I think he's so cute. I really like him. And then Derek's, like, I don't, like, they made it seem like he wasn't going to be interested, and then that's not what it was. But he was, like, I just don't get it. She's, like, seems like she's trying to flirt with me and she's always like touching me and yeah, he's just super like nerdy and like, he's like 
where your head's at. So I thought he was going to say, like, that's not where my head's at. And he never said that. He just was, like, playing, like, kind of the nerd role. And so then when they were talking, um, and she, I don't know if it's something they're doing in the house or she was just speaking hypothetically. And she had said, Hannah said, will you go to prom with me? And he said, well, we could do it Sadie Hawkins style. And she said, uh -huh. what does that mean? And he said, oh, oh, no. It is. She said, what, what was it? I think she said, like, would you oh, ask right. me? Well, so then when she said, oh, so I have to ask, so would you go with me? He goes, no, I'm good. I was cracking <laughs> up. And I know he was kidding, but I love like a dry sense of humor. And so yes, me too. it was really funny. And I, I like to see it. And I kind of feel like both like nerdy. And I like that. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. She actually, because she was definitely like in the first, like when we met her the first episode, I was kind of like, meh, she's just going to be like an annoying girl. But she's definitely like grown on me like. I like between the, the, all that in the bag of the chips, he's barely a cracker quote and the relationship he's with Derek X, she's like growing on me some more. So I love a good one liner, honestly. Yeah, me too. So yeah, from here we go into the wild card competition, which I'm loving the wild card competitions because it is like putting so much like of a crazy twist into like every week. Um, although this week's, I don't feel like it went really um, it didn't really, nothing really kind of came of it. I guess that's kind of a spoiler, but so for the Queens, Tiffany wanted to purchase or Tiffany participated from the Jokers. It was Brittany from the Aces. It was Derek X. Um, they basic Tiffany and Derek X basically like kind of talked ahead of time. And Derek had said he wanted to throw it to Tiffany. Um, and this is where I wrote in my notes during the competition, I noticed Kylan and Sarah Beth cuddling again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh now because i'm trying to think there was okay so this is where i'm starting to really like getting to see people's gameplay because like derek so Brittany volunteered to play because she said she wanted to do everything in her power to keep herself safe after last week so i admired that yeah but derek said if Brittany wins and she's safe that you know, we already only have like three people to nominate. Like we need to have her as an option. So they were thinking really strategically. He for sure didn't want it because if he got it, he was afraid that um, if, if remember last, so last week, or I think actually with the wild card, it just depends. I don't know if they're doing the same thing every week, but if you win, there's a chance other people on your team will also get safety. And because of the people they're trying to get out, he didn't want to take that risk and have anybody on his team get safety mm -hmm. so i thought that was super smart and then they showed us a flashback was it derek and tiffany or was it no it was derek and hannah right who both had thrown the veto or the head of household competition right i think so and i couldn't figure out if they had decided to do it together or they both just were like on the same page i i do think it was the two of them they knew an answer was false and they put that it was true and they both got eliminated because they didn't want to win and I forget now why but it all goes into the same thing where um the people they were trying to get out they knew that they couldn't win for that if they wanted that to happen correct yeah exactly that's the thing too is like yeah if there is someone you want out of the house and they're on your team you don't want to be winning competitions because that would make them safe as yeah, well exactly um, so yeah, so for this competition, there was basically like, you drew a card from a deck of cards, and you had to cross like this mazy wiggly balancing beam thing. 
that moved. And then you had to go put the card on any player, including yourself's deck. And then the four cards have to equal 13. And if it hits 13, they're eliminated. So you're able to put them like exchange cards in your own deck to get your number farther away from like 13. Um, it's pretty clear right off the bat that um, Tiffany and Derek are just putting all of their cards in Brittany's, yep. um, in Brittany's pile. And you could tell it was getting to Brittany, like her mental game, because she could not even figure out math up to 13 because she was Laura. so flustered that they were coming well, after I, her. I felt so bad for that girl because also she's really smart. Like, did, wasn't she like valedictorian or something in her class? Yeah, she was she, valedictorian at her college and this poor girl couldn't add up to 13. And so I was like, on the one hand, damn, if she couldn't do it, I for sure couldn't do it. Uh, math is not my strong suit. I like to think I could add to 13, but in that environment, <laughs> and watching was like, Brittany, Brittany, it's basic math. It's basic math. And like, so I felt so bad for her because something that should have really been a strength for her. You're right. It just, her, her mental capacity was gone by then. Yeah. She just, she was so focused on how her game was being attacked. She wasn't able to like focus on anything else. So immediately like, um, Brittany gets out and then basically Derek is kind of fumbling on his He's just trying to kill some time to give Tiffany time to get him out. And so, um, yeah, so Tiffany won the wild card comp. So Tiff, so basically the prize we find out is Tiffany can be safe. Um, wait. Then game of chance will save someone from each team. What was it? Yeah. I don't understand so my own notes. How it worked this week was a little bit different than last time. So last time, if you won, it was for sure someone on your team that would be safe. This time, right. it was from the other teams could have won. And so it's interesting. And I always wonder, just because I'm kind of skeptical, like, was this always going to be, like, do they plan it every week out in advance where, like, this was always going to be the wild card comp option this week? Or, like, does production mess around, like, depending on maybe certain things they want to happen? You know what I mean? I mean... I think it's a little of both, but I do think a lot of it has to be planned out because these sets for these games are yeah. so freaking elaborate. I know. I just think depending on who had won, maybe they would have taken, the, you know what I mean? It's just, but I guess that is all part of it. And like they said, everything's a gamble. So, um, or maybe at least yeah. the prize they change. So maybe the competition. The yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I said, but it's the prize. That's that I believe. I think that's a good possibility because yeah, there was no reason she would want to save the other people not being able, right. she's not picking who's safe. It was exactly. all like they were going to be drawn by chance. So if on accident, all these people that they're targeting get safe, now yeah. people from their Alliance is going to have to get nominated. So it just, I wouldn't, I would have declined the safety. I think that was super smart for her to decline it. Um, and then I love how it immediately just went into Brent in the diary room and him just like saying how safe he is. And he's just oh like, God. I'm golden this week. I, I hope that's going to be like a meme for years to come because you're so stupid. But in his defense, right? Like they didn't give him any other reason to think otherwise. So, but yeah, I was like, oh, you look like a fool. Yeah. 
So Xavier basically starts telling like Aza that like they're kind of going through who they think they're going to not, he thinks he's going to nominate. And he, um, he says that he thinks he's going to nominate Brittany for one of his nominees. And Aza is just like not having it. She's like standing up for Brittany. She says she doesn't deserve this. Put me up instead as a pawn. And Xavier just like didn't like want to do it. And I get why he wanted to put Brittany up. Um, and I knew Brittany would be safe again, but it's just, I do feel bad for her because she does take it so personal. I agree, but I have a few thoughts. One, like Brittany, honey, I love you, but you're an adult. It's a game. You've watched it your whole life. You know how it works. Yeah. Uh, this is why everyone's always like, oh, could you ever go on Big Brother? No, I could not. I'm very sensitive. I have a thin skin. That would I'm not be Brittany. Right. No, I literally would be worse, probably. Yes, so, exactly. Like, you knew what you signed up for. And again, I understand it's not personal. And especially in this scenario, it has really nothing to do with her. Um, I do see also sometimes once you're the pawn, it's very easy for people to keep throwing you up as the pawn. And it's hard to get out of that. So I do see that. But also, Azza, like, pawns go home sometimes. So you must really care about her to be willing to risk that. And also, I don't, I don't remember if they talked about it, but like, if he had done that, would he have told the rest of the cookout like that it, that she was a pawn or then are they going to think he's putting one of them up? You know, it's like, there's a lot involved. Yeah. It's, um, but I also, okay. So like Xavier was like, okay, I definitely want to put up Brent, but who would you have put up next to him? I mean, is, is Whitney an option? I mean, sure. She's one of the ones that weren't in the Alliance. I, think I see that, like, everyone hates Brent so much. He would have gone home no matter what. So like I, really could be up there. I, I get what Oz is saying, but, um, and I guess, I guess the other thing is if you do put up Brittany, she's already mad. If you put up Whitney, you're more blown off on. a new person. That's where I, yeah, think. That's, that's where true. I see why he did the Brittany thing. Um, okay. And this is where, Apparently, I had somebody who looked like somebody in every single episode because, because I have a new one. So, Xavier... Okay, tell, me, tell me who it is, and I want to guess who it looked like. Okay, so Xavier um, started having the pawn talk with Brent, which telling him that he was going to be a pawn. I don't know. Why did he have that conversation with him? Was he just trying to save face and, like, not make Brent an enemy? I think it was so that he... Like, because you know, when someone thinks they're super safe, they're not fighting as hard. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it would not, like he would be completely, it's going to be a blind side, basically. The other thing is they could have, because now I'm confused. Wait, this was after the veto or no, not yet, right? Yeah, because we're we're getting ready to put, this is after HOH. We're like getting ready to put up new nominations. Right. So there hasn't been a veto ceremony for them yet. So, I mean, also you could have put up Brittany and Whitney and then backdoored um, Brent. Like, I feel like if you wanted them out that bad, that might've been the way to do it. I think they just really have no desire to get either of them out. And I don't think they wanted to take a chance of him winning veto or somebody keeping the nominations the same. That's that's true. I know. Although I guess he can still win the veto because he got nominated. Yeah, that's true. I get. I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. But I, yeah, I think the whole conversation was just to, like, make him think 
oh, we're totally getting her out. Like it has nothing to do with you. But yeah, um, yeah so I want to hear who you thought he looked like. Okay. So it was Brent. Okay. And just a little bit, a couple of clues. He had like a band of some sort. I don't know if it was a handkerchief or a sweatband or what it was around a white band around his head. And um, I was getting some like 80 movie vibes, like hardcore. Is it, um, oh my God, what's his name? Um, Matt Dillon? No. <laughs> no, wrong area or give me one Yeah, more. okay, I'll just tell you. Okay. Um, I was getting serious, like Daniel LaRusso vibes. From the oh. <laughs> yeah, you really are seeing all types of stuff. And I feel like I need to like, get my three photos of everybody that I thought so I could show everybody <laughs> all my celeb sightings in these three episodes. I mean, honestly, why not? Right? Like that would be <laughs> a little photo montage. But, um, yeah. So we went in the nomination ceremony. He voted out or he didn't vote. He nominated Brent and Brittany. Um, Brittany immediately like breaks <laughs> down. Um, couple of questions I have for you. I obviously do hope Brent goes because I think he's a total douche canoe. Um, my two questions for you. First one, um, who is your prediction to go home? I mean. I think it'll be Brent on pending the veto. I don't think he'll be able to save himself. And I don't think there's anyone in the house that would save him. I don't think anyone else would. Um, I also think as long as Brittany keeps her her tube down, her, her, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. She needs to keep her cool. Yeah. Um, otherwise it's going to be a Frenchie part two where everyone's like, all right, she's a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, other, I, I don't know why else. I mean, the whole half the episode was everyone talking about how much they hate Brent. So I don't know how he I would know. stay, but we've things happen. So then this is my, my kind of like end of our episode is like, and what I didn't understand is why didn't Xavier have a talk with Brittany? He never pulled her aside beforehand to like maybe say something that could potentially like not have her lose her mind. The only thing I can think of, and you know, unless we see something in um, like tonight or tomorrow's episode, um, or maybe they've seen something on the feeds, I don't know, is that for it to be realistic, she really does have to think she's the one going home. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, it's like when someone's like, it was for your own good because like, I know you can't lie or I know you would have felt bad or whatever. Yeah. Really the only thing I can think of, I don't know why else he would have done that because I agree with you. But I think if he had talked to her, she, especially after the last week, she still would have been upset. So, and she would have fought him on it. And who knows if she would have like told Brent or blown up the the place so that I don't know I guess we'll find out or maybe yeah. it didn't hurt to him um somebody was saying I don't remember who it was right that you know Xavier um like plays his cards close to his chest did they say that about him yeah. so you know I don't know why anyone's doing anything it is interesting to me that a lot of these HOHs now, like they're just making the decisions on their own, which I like. I do like mm. that, but really, no one's like talking it over with anyone. And then, like these people, yeah, are getting, they're not letting like other people make the decisions I, for them. It's interesting. Which I like. I do. I appreciate that. It's just something we're not used to seeing in this house. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. And I mean, I guess we could go on. And well, I don't. What time does it air in California? 
eight um i think it's eight o'clock every i don't know if any of them are on at nine because love island is on usually after so i want to say it's on at eight oh, okay yeah so here it's definitely already aired so maybe i'll try to watch some of it but um yeah my days have been so mixed up this week i'm like oh my gosh there's another episode tonight it's already I wednesday <laughs> i know so yeah i'm gonna as soon as we get done here i'm gonna go make some dinner and then i'll probably i'll probably watch it tonight but um, I'm not going to lie, it is helpful to kind of wait, and but it's just if watching three is like such a chore, but it's like nicer to have them watched closer together so it's fresh in my mind when we record. I agree, and also, you know, then we kind of, like if we had done it separately, right, you would have maybe been on that Brent-Hannah relationship train, and then the next episode you would have had to retract, after, so exactly. it kind of like us up to date as much as possible also yeah i agree all right well well enjoy your dinner that's it thanks um have a good week everybody and we will see you probably not at the same time and place next week it'll be a surprise a surprise <laughs> all right bye all right thanks everybody have a good one